1: For stopping by, glad to have this young lady back. It is, of course, Kay Smith. She's a news and commentary writer at the Daily Caller on Newsmax all the time. And, of course, here on my show. And, Kay, can you lift your left hand or not? Can you <laughs> even lift it? Let me see if you can. Just about drag it up. Kay Smith got. Got engaged over yeah. the weekend. Talk to me about this. Did, did he do it the traditional way? Does he get on a knee? What happens?
0: Yes, he did. He got down on one knee. Um, it was very traditional in that sense. Um, I'm not going to give too many of the details away. Okay. Um, in, I mean, obviously, like I'll tell you everything, but just for the general public, yes. but it was very traditional in that sense, and then nothing else about it was traditional, which was perfect for us.
1: So it was. Great. I can't. I can't wait to hear more about it. So does he call you? And say, hey, can I or not? Does he do that or not?
0: I mean, my dad had already said, I think, about a year ago.
1: Oh, he already gave his approval. Okay.
0: Yeah. He uh, he came out to visit. And I can't remember if he was like, drunk or not. But he was very much <laughs> like he loved I'm John.
1: Sorry, he loved wait, wait, John
0: pieces. Like, You're not sure if your dad was him. drunk
1: when he was asked? You were Really? Really?
0: Oh, no, I think my dad, like, drunkenly said, you know what, guys, if you want to get married, John, you have my permission. <laughs> but obviously he doesn't have a California <laughs> accent.
1: I have um, never I have never been to Wales. Is it just drinking from the time you get up and go to sleep? Is that what it is?
0: Yeah, pretty much. No, <laughs> um, but, like, when they're on holiday, you know, like, they yes. out to visit, they always forget. I don't take time off. I don't have holidays. Um, and yes. they always forget that when they come visit, I'm not on holiday. But... No, my dad had said something in the past. And, like, honestly, I've lived in a different country for 10 years almost. Right. Or how long? I mean, I haven't lived at home in, like, 15, 14 years, 15 wow. years, something yeah. like that. Cause I moved out when I was a teenager still. And so it's sort of one of those things where it's just, I don't know, who who are you? Who are you to give me away? Like, I, I'm good. I've handled myself. I'm t- I've taken care of myself. Um, and it's still dad,
1: nice for him to say, okay, okay, it's still it, nice for him to say, is. yeah, okay, sounds good.
0: I guess the context I need to add, because there's probably like a lot of like mums and dads out there being like, oh my gosh, that's so disrespectful. My dad is the definition of a feminist. <laughs> like the <laughs> definition in the best way possible in that he's like, woo, women are amazing, you're yes. great, there's nothing like wrong with any of you and you're all fantastic. And I'm like, dude, we're all crazy, but okay. Um, and when I was a teenager, he had said to me, cause I'd asked him then, like, you know, would you want my future partner? He's like, no, Kay, I raised you up well enough to pick the right person. Who the heck am I to tell you?
1: Nice. So, you know. Well, congratulations. God yeah. bless you. A lot of broken hearts watching right now. You'll be okay. <laughs> They're going to be just fine. You had no chance anyway. Let me just put it that way. It is uh, Kay Smythe. Go follow com. Congratulations to you and John. I've already told you that over the weekend. I'll say it now publicly. Let's get into some of these, some of these stories. Now, I, I stopped at the gas station today, Kay. Uh, I guess you guys would say petrol. I went to the <laughs> petrol station today. And uh, it cost me $75 to fill the tank. It is not going down. It's going up even higher. And you say there's an even a dumber excuse for why they're saying the fuel prices are going up. What is it?
0: Yeah, this is one of my favorite party tricks. It's like every now and again, I'll go and see what the energy companies are using and like the oil, gas, like all those different types of um, providers, shall we say. Not necessarily the people generating these materials. Right. Um, but the people who transport it to our homes, the middlemen, if you will, the distributors. Uh, yeah, Well, I think that's a nice way of putting it. Um, <laughs> that's probably like a really polite way to p- describe them. Okay. Um, along with the people at the EPA. So basically, I like to look at all of these different groups and different agencies and see what what their latest excuse. For different things are like oh oh the weather's getting hotter it's cow farts that was the big one right back in the day it's like yes. cow farts and now we're all sort of like now we're trying to blame dinosaur farts for historical uh climate change They re- listen so they, they really they really linger they linger literally. those dinosaur
1: farts for but, millions um, of years but god
0: But the latest, no, the latest is apparently this year we're switching to summer fuel. So I am only 30 years old. I've only lived in um, a couple of different countries. I've only, you know, spent all day, every day reading the news since I was basically like 11 years old and first started writing in this medium. Um, What in in the, I'm not going to swear, what in the heck is summer fuel? Some of you. Summer blend. Summer blend. Like it's I was a fun day. You're, you're, you're like missing the word. You're yeah.
1: you're missing the word. They always use the word blend. There's a winter blend and a summer blend and the blend. No matter how you're blending, it always costs a little bit more. I, yeah. I don't know why. It's the blender, yeah. I think.
0: It's absolute trash. But like it's absolute rubbish. They're just making this like this stuff up as they go. I'm sure there's like a very nominal amount of scientific evidence that backs up, you know, this sort of idea that oh in the summer we split, we switch to this blend because it like evaporates faster oh and it's just like so much more expensive you know they're saying in some places uh in the past like i think ohio it was like 47 cents more expensive on the gallon after switching to the summer blend so that's 47 oh, that's cents like the, the day yeah like the day that that happens and i'm like sorry i'm just i'm tired of this At this point, I am tired of the lies. I am tired of the greed. Why are we all sitting here letting a very small group of people? Essentially, you know, there's a word for this. There's a word for this, Joe, and I can't say it on um, radio because I'll get in trouble. But we call it tea taxing. There's a word that comes before that is a British swear word. and We call it tea taxing. And that is what the government is essentially doing to us. Usually you do it in the context of you're working behind a bar and you've got some guy there who's being absolutely obnoxious. So maybe okay. you tell him your drink is a dollar more expensive than it actually is. And you take the dollar. That's your dollar. That is a tea tax
1: because you had to deal with a tea. <laughs> It is is Kay Smythe. Kay, it's all about the blend. You didn't know about the blend? Mm -hmm. You guys over in in the UK in the UK. you guys do not know about the blend?
0: No, we have all of this kind of stuff, but I'm just sick of us sitting here lying and like lying to each other. I don't know. I saw Cat Williams on Friday doing stand-up, and he has this amazing bit about like the ways that Michael. we were all lied to about Michael Jackson. He does it better than I do. And so I'm sitting there today looking at the news, and I'm like, no, no, no. Sorry, we're not talking about land anymore. It doesn't have to be more expensive. Do you know why it doesn't have to be more expensive? Because the people who run these companies can choose to not be so greedy and choose to stop hiking up the price. The EPA stepped in. It's the EPA's fault, obviously, because you can blame any kind of governmental agency for anything that's wrong. You basically just blame the government, and you can blame incredibly greedy corporations who are basically like they pay for the government. So that's the same thing now. Um, It's these- small groups of people who sit in these rooms and go you know a really really great way that we can make more money off people in the summer is we can tell them that we're going to switch to like this different type of summer blend fuel and you know what they don't know what it is they're not engineers they don't understand like particle physics and all that kind of stuff i don't either but I I do have a fun possible story me, for another listen, day. If,
1: if you tell me that you need to change the blend of the of the fuel, what am I going to say? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? It's like if if you go to to, to the coffee shop, they say we we've changed the blend and they charge you a dollar more. I, what leg do I have to? Oh, hold on a second. I've checked out mm-hmm. the coffee blends, and you really didn't do that. Nothing costs a dollar more. You know, you just have to. We just take it. We just take and, it. And is that a whole lot we can do? Other than we can. We can shine a light on it like you just did, because I, I, I agree with you. They're already making great profits. I'm not against profit. I'm a capitalist. Oh, yeah. But, but I, I have a problem with you lying by saying because of this thing that we did to the thing that you put in your gas tank, that doesn't really affect you at all. We're going to charge you 42 cents more.
0: Yeah, that's really? it's just it's it's T-taxing the entire American public. And I'm just kind of sick of it because most people don't realize that, yeah, okay, it might only be a few cents more. Like, I mean, it's not just a few cents more. It went up 11 cents in a week. Yes.
1: Um, I, listen, that, I live in Texas. It's almost $3 a gallon in Texas. We, oh, we have all the oil here.
0: You know well what I mean? We're well over $3. We're well over $3 here in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's the. But you know what? I drive a 2007 Hyundai Elantra, and that thing's mileage
1: is so good. Do, do you say Hyundai?
0: Hyundai, and I don't know how you pronounce it, Hyundai. 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 Hyundai, Hyundai, Hyundai.
1: It is uh, Kay Smythe, K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E.com. Follow her everywhere. Go to the Daily Caller, read everything that she does. Go see the post. I think if you follow her on Instagram, you'll see the ring. You'll you'll see you'll see the, hey, look at us. I'm going to be Mrs. What's-His-Face soon. So uh, go and do that as well. Let's talk about Navalny. What do you know about this guy, um, uh, Navalny? Now, uh, it's been presented to me that he was a guy who just wanted freedom and liberty, and he was a dissident, and Putin threw him in jail, and now at 47, he's dead. Others have said that he literally tried to overthrow the government or that was the plan to, to do a coup, which I, I guess I would understand more why he was in jail. What do you know about this guy?
0: It's so complicated. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I, what I can't put my is. finger on what I would call him because you're so, right. How, okay. how, do we get, how do we get the truth out of, out of Russia? I don't know.
0: So he was a he was Russia's. Um, he's a Russian opposition leader. So he okay. was basically the only serious contender in an election against Vladimir Putin. So he's like the only guy who could have unseated him. So a lot of people think that Russia is just like a very, you know, cut and dry dictatorship like China or like North Korea. It's really not. Like they have elections, but like it's... Putin. Have
1: you been to Russia?
0: No, I haven't. That's too scary for
1: me. The first that is, it's, 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 I would love to, but it's scary. So I'm with you. Yeah, go ahead.
0: And, and again, like as a, you know, it's kind of weird, right? Like growing up in Europe, uh, especially during the former Yugoslavia, like the fall of the former Yugoslavia, um, that obviously wasn't a place that we would go on holiday. But the older I get, the more I'm like, okay, but we spent time in Greece, which is like right there, basically in the same area. But it was always kind of this thing of, you know, my parents had spent time in um, Russia. They'd been there on vacation back in, I think, like the 80s or something like
1: that. Wow, that's a, um, tough, time. That's a tough time to go.
0: They, well, that's my parents, you know, China during the SARS epidemic. Like, you know. <laughs> what
1: is was, wrong with them? Uh, you the tell heck? me. No, it was great. It
0: was, it was a good childhood. But Russia was always sort of one of those places where it's like they didn't really do much in terms of making it appealing to tourists. So it was like, why would we go? Right. Um, Which well, like I do we, regret now because, like, well, I would, no, I, I would see like it. to
1: be able to say I went there. I'd, be, yeah. I'd gone to China to get my yeah. daughter Gia. And, and it was a scary thing as well. Um, but, but when it comes to this guy, Navalny, I didn't realize that he. He was so popular that he actually could have rivaled Putin, which no, would did. make more sense for why they would take him down. But do we know specifically what Russia is saying about why he was in prison?
0: So he was placed in prison on charges of corruption and extremism. Okay. So it's a lot of like, here's the issue, right? Is like, I hate to say it, but if you can just look at it as like a game of chess, Um, You've got Putin on one side, you've got Navalny on one side, you've got this dictatorship type thing, this like authoritarian rule that has dominated Russia and Russian politics for not just under Putin, but basically like throughout history. And then you've got this guy, Alexei Navalny, who's extremely Western, extremely aligned with a far more european approach to culture and civilization which is like you know quote not the russian way um when you sort of look at it from those like very macro sweeping perspectives and so you've got putin who has this love of country i mean you just saw that in his putin interview like joe biden like i don't think there's Almost any American politicians who can stand up and tell the history of America in the same rich detail that Putin sat there and gave Tucker the history of Russia. So you've got this guy who has this like addiction to a place, like a purpose that like transcends him. It's almost like. Like Russia is a god to him. He truly, truly
1: loves the country, right? Yeah,
0: and then you've got this guy coming in who's like legitimately threatening that rulership and doing it in a way that's like, you know, if Putin's telling the truth and he's tried to become part of NATO and he's trying to be, you know, far more aligned with the West than you know the west has ever claimed that he's tried to be you know you've got all of these different politicians who are like yeah you know like putin hates us blah 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 and putin's over here like i don't hate you i literally try to be your friend so not only do you have someone who's like in with this crowd that you allegedly want to be a part of who's trying to overthrow you but he's also trying to overthrow you in a way that is also not particularly standard in terms of like russian history i don't know if you've ever seen the death of stalin it's a very good satirical yeah. version of just how everyone just gets murdered there like if you want to like if you want to be powerful in, it's amazing that putin has lasted this long like seriously they just assassinate people like it's going out of fashion. I've written so many stories about uh, oh, people and, having right, heart attacks and falling out of windows, heart attacks and falling right. out of windows,
1: <laughs> right. literally. That, that what? happens a lot. Um, it, it's K-S-M-Y-T-H-E.com. You're right, Putin does love the country or his vision of the country. Um and, and But what I find interesting, because as I'm watching Tucker talk to him, and uh, as I'm watching Putin go through this historical chronology, I'm thinking to myself, he could be making some of this stuff to make himself look better. What I find to be interesting, Kay, is that since the interview, not one person he named came out and called him out. Mm -hmm. Bill Clinton didn't say squat. Condoleezza Rice didn't say anything. George Mm -hmm. W. Bush didn't say anything. He goes down the list of who these people are and what they did. And then when Tucker tried to push him, he said, ask him. I mean, has anybody asked him yet? Why isn't somebody with a microphone to Bill Clinton? Hey, what Putin said about NATO, is that true? That he wanted Uh, to be in?
0: Because you'd have to be suicidal right to do something like that with the Clintons potentially. Yes. Well that's true. Um, yeah. didn't, I'm didn't. not I am not suicidal. I always well, like to say that I. whenever right. I bring up the Clintons. Right. Um, no just, just don't totally be joking but um no you've got this guy who's like coming in threatening your home country like right. obviously he's gonna create laws and rules to be like no you can't do this here i'm gonna do everything in my power to not assassinate you then then alexei navalny navalny was poisoned back in yes. 2020 he nearly died um he was poisoned with uh what's it no shot i can't remember it was a nerve agent um and then he still decided to go back to russia which you know you do you dude yeah um and then he was imprisoned and put in a forced labor camp and then he was in december shipped off to a prison camp that's like well above the arctic circle and so it's sort of one of those things where like i don't i don't feel like putin did this on purpose because there would be absolutely nothing to gain and everything to lose.
1: Well, it's horrible timing because he just came off as sympathetic Mm -hmm. to his own country and wanting to be the West's friend Mm -hmm. in this interview. Suddenly a week and a half later, this guy's dead. And you'll note that Joe Biden walks out and acts like Navalny was his child or something. And doesn't care about the you know, the fact that Russians are holding some photographer or reporter um, hostage and not letting them go. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about what's going on with our friends in, in, uh, in Israel. Uh, uh, no, only Ukraine's important and Navalny's important. Everybody else doesn't matter. It's all okay. very strange. K, it's all very strange to me. Uh, so, so with all that said, love languages are RBS is what you're saying. <laughs> love languages I have, I have no time for this, but give me 30 seconds on this. I guess there's a study or something that says that love languages are not real.
0: Yes, if you're listening and your partner or maybe you are someone who claims to have a love language, give a love language, if love languages are a big part of your relationship, just don't listen to me right now because the science says they're absolute <laughs> crap. Um, sorry, everyone. I, I'm and so she just sorry. Got en- and
1: she just got engaged. That's her love but language. There, are,
0: there is a different type of love language. It's called a love diet. And you oh. basically have to listen to your partner and just figure out a way to communicate and enjoy each other. And I'm like, what do you think a relationship is? Duh. Um,
1: Okay, I got to go. I got to go. Love languages are crap. We're going to leave it with that. That's that's Kay Smythe for you, who just got engaged, filled with love. It is uh, KaySmythe.com. Follow her everywhere. See her everywhere. And uh, and we'll talk to her again next week. Kay, have a good day. Thanks, Joe. All right. Back after this. Stay right here. This
0: is The Joe Pag Show.
1: have K on, if you want to see a part of that, it'll be posted later on. Robert Spencer as well. Make sure that you go and check it out on Rumble. Check it out on X. Make sure you check out all the social media. That is Sam. Appreciate you. That's Polo. Appreciate you. Carrie as well. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is The Joe Pegg Show.